What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. And what we're going to go ahead and do today on episode 339 of the show, we're going to give you this week's fight news in 10 minutes or less. I hope you guys have had a fantastic, fantastic week. Regardless on what's going on with the Supreme Court, hope everything is going fantastic for most of us. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share to the greatest combat sports and culture in the entire universe. Thank you guys all for watching right now. But what we're going to do today is cover everything that's going on in the world of combat sports in 10 minutes or less. So starting off, number one, it is set. After all of the bickering and back and forth, you have the YouTube sensation versus the Love, Ar the Love Island heartthrob. Tommy Fury, Jake Paul is now officially, officially set. August 6th, Madison Square Garden, New York, New York. Look, this is a fight that I think a lot of us have wanted to see. I, even though it does seem like the intensity and the love and the, 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 the excitement that all of us had at one point in time with Jake Paul seems to be diminishing a little bit, especially if we look at his last, the, the pay-per-view numbers in terms of the last pay-per-view that he had with Tyron Woodley. But this is a matchup that Tommy Fury is somebody who is the first real big test that, that Jake Paul actually has, or is this going to be the first big test that Tommy Fury has? This is a lot of question marks on both ends. I think a lot of people are really looking forward to this fight. And what I'm looking forward to on this fight is that Amanda Serrano is actually going to be the co-main event. So Amanda Serrano is the co-main event against Brenda, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Brenda Carvajal. And that should be an also a good fight. She's moving back down in weight. That is going to be for a title. So I think a lot of people are also looking forward to that. I mean, after Amanda Serrano's last fight with Katie Taylor, I mean, it's hard-pressed not to have her top three pound for pound of all women in boxing. She shows that she has the power. She shows that she has the star appeal. And this collaboration that she's had over the last, what to say, about a year and a half now with Jake Paul is working for her. And honestly, all the nonsense a lot of people want to talk about Jake Paul he can be a nuisance, but I don't think he's a bad thing. I, I think what he's doing for boxing, what he's doing for Manny Serrano is fantastic. And I'll be honest with you, I am looking forward to this fight. So August 6th, I'll actually be in New York. Will I be watching the fight? Probably not. Or should I, will I be at the fight? Probably not. But I'll be in New York uh, and we'll be talking more about that fight when it comes a little closer. All right, moving right along. Speaking of fights that are finally popping up, on short notice, this just came out. Uh, Donald Cerrone is stepping up on short notice to go ahead and actually compete against the legend, Jim Miller. If we're actually looking at both of these guys' records, this is a fight that I think both of them should be having. You have Donald Cerrone, who's 36 and 16 against Jim Miller, another legend in the game, who's actually 34 and 16. Here's the big difference in their careers. Jim Miller is on a two-fight win streak. Not only is he on a two-fight win streak, he's on a two-fight knockout streak against Donald Cerrone, who is unfortunately on a six-fight losing streak. Next, let me rephrase that. He's actually on a five-fight losing streak, one no contest. He actually lost that fight, but they changed it to a no contest. So I actually see where it is. Um, what This is the type of fight that both of these guys should be having. Donald Cerrone should not be fighting one of the young Lions. He should be fighting somebody who was essentially in his age bracket. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. A lot of injuries, a lot of knockout losses in a row. Out of those six knockout losses, five of those have been finishes for Donald Cerrone. 
I hope this is coming towards the end. But regardless, this fight that's going to be July 2nd, UFC 276, it's going to be a banger. So I'm looking forward to that one. Donald Cerrone is always going to put on a show regardless of what I just said. And Jim Miller, come on, man. One of the best lightweights of all time. There was a point in time, and I don't know if you guys remember it, but he went on like an 11-fight win streak. He was beating the hell out of everybody. And Jim Miller... The consistency that he showed over the years and the fact that even at this age in his career and his time in his career, after what, a 34 and 16 record, he is on a two-fight win streak against two young Lions and he knocked them both out. So that should be a good fight. I'll be honest with you guys. I absolutely think Jim Miller's taking that one. All right. Speaking of fights changing up on short notice, the PFL, which in my opinion, is turned into the second or even third best MMA promotion in the world right now. They are doing some really great things. But one thing that I think a lot of people were a little questioning or a little had their, their reservations about is the face of the organization in uh, Kayla Harrison. Or Kayla Harrison went back to the PFL after her free agency period. And it seemed like she went there because at the end of the day, she was going to go ahead and attain far more money being with the PFL than anybody else. The biggest drawback of that is that, unfortunately, there's no competition for fighting at 155 pounds. There are no 155-pound women out there, which also, and again, this is a total separate point, but it makes people who have been talking about maybe a heavyweight women's division that goes from 140 pounds and up, maybe that come, that works. But as of right now, what's happening, she doesn't have it. And for once, we actually believed that she was going to be somebody that actually had a, a competition. She was going to fight the former champion, the former Bellator champion in Julia Budd. That fight was about to come up and we were all hype on it. But unfortunately, Julia Budd had to pull out of that fight. And Kayla Harrison is now going to go out there and fight against Caitlin Young. Yes, if you guys are looking at my screen right now, her record is on the screen. Her record is 12, 12, and 1. Look, salute to Caitlin Young for taking this fight, especially on short notice, because this fight is going to pop up on July 1st. So essentially, in two weeks' notice, she has to take this fight. I'm always going to give the fighter props for doing something like that. But there is no way a champion the caliber of Kayla Harrison should be fighting anybody with a record of 12, 12, and 1. The definition of a journey woman. She shouldn't be fighting this person. We need to have better competition in here. And unfortunately for Kayla, I'm happy. Look, I'm pro fighter. I want the fighter to get paid. But at the end of the day, what are we doing here? Somebody who's 12, 12, and 1, they should not be in there with the champion. I'm telling you, that's not what it is. So We'll see what ends up happening there. Obviously, we think Kayla Harrison is going to get that dub. I mean, come on. I'm not even I'm not even questioning that that's going to be anything else. All right. Uh, let's go ahead. We do have some fantastic fights also coming up this weekend. In terms of the fight news, that, that there's not that much. You know what I'm saying? That, that was it. Nate Diaz still wants to fight. And Dana White says that a fight between him and Jake Paul might be the fight that deserves to be next. Jake Paul went out there and actually said that, hey, Dana, the offer still stands. I'll go up there. I'll fight in the UFC for free as long as you pay everybody more. Let's be. Let's keep it a beam. Dana's not going to go ahead and do that. But hopefully, we get Nate Diaz a fight. It is a crime that Nate Diaz has been shelved for literally half of his career because of the UFC and contract negotiations and things like that. Nick and Nate. Hands down, have there been two of the most disrespected by their organizations and the commissioning bodies? It's absolutely atrocious, but 
I hope he does get out. In terms of him fighting Jake Paul, I don't really care to see that. But if that happens, that happens. Don't forget, Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz actually used to be a sparring partner for the great Andre Ward, the Hall of Famer Andre Ward. Put some respect on his name. All right, also this weekend tonight, because it's Friday, um, we have a Bellator fight. Gegard Mousasi is fighting. He's defending his championship against Johnny Eblen. This should be a good fight. Look, man, if you were looking at what Gegard Mousasi has been doing over the last couple of years, ever since he is over since his last loss, he's 12 and 1 since his last loss, and the names on his resume are really ridiculous. This guy's record is 49 7 and 2. He's been doing this for so long. And he started so young, he's getting to a point in time where essentially, yo, my man's is getting there. Like he has the, he's still young enough to still cook and do what he has to do, but he's been in the game long enough that he has a wealth of experience. It's almost like Glover Teixeira with a far younger body and can still do a lot of different things. But this fight against Johnny Eblen, who is undefeated 11 and 0. Should be good. Johnny's a great grappler. We'll see if he could hold down Musasi. Also, we're going to have the Bellator Bantamweight Grand Prix. Leandro Higo versus Danny Sabatello. That should be a solid one. And also, my partner in crime, who you got? Make sure you check out the best fight pick show in all of MMA. Who you got? Uh, Co-host Kat Zingano will also be um, performing. She, uh, she is going against Pam Sorensen, 9-4 Pam Sorensen. And uh, the winner of that fight should be getting a title shot next. Well, that will be fantastic. It will be against Cyborg. We want that to happen. Let's go. All right. Uh, closing it up. UFC fight night is this weekend. We have Armin Chikosian, who is fantastic, number 11 ranked. Um, they, that fight's happening. Neil Magny also against Shafnat Robnikov. Great fights coming up. Good fight weekend. Uh, but if you're looking at the time, that has been about 10 minutes. And that is all the time we have, man. I want to thank you guys for watching. Make sure you listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, check us out at thefightpodcast.com as well as follow us everywhere. Pod or should I say at all social media uh, at the Fight Podcast. Also, listen, like, and subscribe. Uh, also, we have merch. Please go out there and get yourself some Fight Podcast merch. HCshop.com slash shop slash the Fight Pod Shop. Fantastic stuff. All the gear is actually champion branded gear, mugs, sweatshirts, tees. Go out there and check it out. But all right, guys, that is about all the time we have. Love you guys. This is host Serge V. Center, the greatest combat sports and culture show of the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. And this has been your fight news in 10 minutes or less. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Wait, let me turn this off before I have it on there. All right. Peace. Mm -hmm.